0: What's going on in the podcast? Experience listeners, welcome back to another episode of Native Podcast Experience. Today we have Adam Leor. He's a high school student, but he's got massive plans once he gets out. Once he gets out, that's enough for him to let Adam introduce himself. All right, yeah. So what's up, everyone?
1: My name is Adam Leor. Um, I'm in New York, from New York City. I'm currently 17, um, and I have like I don't know five or six months left of the torturous process that's high school. And um, yeah, Kevin,
0: let's get started. Yes, sir. Tell me a little bit about, I know you have a little bit of background in the entrepreneur game. Tell me a little bit about how you got started in that and some of the businesses you're doing right now. Sure. So pretty much ever since I was a kid, I was
1: completely like fanatically obsessed with baseball. The sport of it, um, the players, the statistics, the business of it, the trading. I mean, I knew all the stats, all the players top to bottom, all the moves the whole game, the rules of the game, everything. And I got into the video game part because, you know, my generation, we got into, you know, Xbox and PlayStation and whatnot. But right. I'm just starting to uncover that because now I I I've, I actually don't even own my gaming system anymore. I literally have gotten rid of it in the last year or two because I've just fallen out of love with it. And I've noticed that I started to play not just the baseball video games, but like the football video games, the the basketball video games, heavily for business purposes i was obsessed with the trading i was obsessed with the budget i was obsessed with the money aspect of it not like you know oh here we go I'm, you know i'm playing playstation on it but i was obsessed right with the whole process of taking like a scrub team and putting you know the sliders in the hardest that was one thing i used to have and i still have like a closet full of books um and i just it would be from books from school it'd be books that people would give me and I I don't read. It, it's never been my thing. I think literally last year during the school year, I found this book online, which we'll get into later. And that was probably the first book that I ever read cover to cover um, <laughs> in my entire life. And hmm. so what I did was me and my best friend, we take these books and we put them in this yellow basket. I actually have it over here. We put them in this yellow basket and we just price each one at a dollar each. And we go all around my neighborhood just selling books, selling books, selling books, and um, I was a fanatic with baseball cards. I probably have at least between five to 12,000 baseball cards of my own. Me and my friends would get into, like, heated – and when I say heated, I mean, like, heated um, debates on, like, trading the cards, selling the cards to one another. It got It got pretty bad. So that's just – that's sort of how I got started into, I guess, entrepreneurship and then – for for what I'm doing now, I recently started at a I don't know, just under a year ago, I started the I started an online e commerce business in the natural foods selling mm-hmm. the market's first herbal supplement for immediate relief of congestion. So it's a product, it's natural, uh GMO, kosher certified, manufactured in the US, um and pretty much you you can just take a couple drops orally. Um, and it quickly clears your nasal congestion up. Um, so far, it's been doing pretty solidly, I must say. Um, in May and June, because we do most of our advertising through Facebook, in May and June, we were named one of Facebook's top and most effective advertisers on the whole platform. So that was, that was pretty huge.
0: Wow. Um,
1: and we're actually, whenever we run an ad campaign and whatnot, we're actually almost once in a while, we're profitable. But for somebody that's been in business for less than a month, And especially what I've learned is selling medicine, not like a T-shirt. It's definitely hard to build a community and just build normal customers when you're medicine and not something that's, you know, like not going into your body. But overall, we've been doing pretty well, I have to say. Um, And yeah, that's one thing. And I guess I also work, it's been about two years now. I got, so me and my friend, we were walking around our neighborhood, and I was thinking about going and starting to work someplace. And we were walking, and there's this small little independent pharmacy in this little shopping plaza by where I live. And he's like, yo, I dare you to go in and try and get a job there. And I was like, yo, what do you mean? Like, I'm in a hoodie and a jacket. I got earbuds. I'm sweating. Like, what do you mean? And we're completely drenched because it was pouring outside. And so I walk in. I'm like, okay, fine. Here we go. I walked in. And I was like, Hey, like I'll do whatever you guys want. I just want to start working. Right. Okay. I'll let you know. Two weeks later, long story short, the guy calls me, interviews me. I come in, he shows me a price gun. He's like, are you good with people? I'm like, yeah. He's like, damn it. You got the job. And since then I've risen through the ranks now to head of all the front store and marketing operations in the entire store. And, um, just, just, dominating over there as well. We've been, we've been doing outstanding. We were continuously building this unbelievably untouchable local community to the point now where we're starting to really, really, really become a threat to like the locals, Rite Aids and CVS simply because of personal service that we give to customers and how we over love them uh, per se, instead of a CVS and a Rite Aid kind of style of pharmacy. So that's one thing. And um, I just, I mean, as you see on my stories, I
0: flip a ton of crap on eBay,
1: um, right? And I'm into stocks
0: as well. Cool. Let's uh, let's take from the top here. Let's talk about uh, the differences between all three things, right? We're talking about the business, uh, baseball cards, and uh, the job at hand. Of course, the natural health supplements. What's the biggest thing you have seen with the community's vault? obviously, we all know baseball, America's pastime. Natural herbal supplements. You know, a lot of people are kind of questioning that because we don't, we don't know. And then, of course, you got the pharmaceuticals, right, which that industry is sometimes shaky on what we're getting in our bodies. So what is the biggest thing you can take away from all three and try to apply it to not only social media but to yourself and and, and clients? I think one huge thing from a business perspective that I've completely
1: learned from working at this pharmacy is – you know, everybody's talking about how Amazon is going to, you know, they're, they're literally taking over everything and how Bezos is building this monopoly. And, and they're talking about how Amazon's killing small business. I beg to differ. Like mm-hmm. everything that we sell in our store, Amazon probably can sell for 3 to $4 cheaper. And in this economy where, you know, everybody's trying to save just $0.50, cents, 3 to $4 cheaper is a huge difference. Now, Kevin, here's the thing. This year in OTC sales, I mean they're 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 very high compared to mm-hmm. recent sales um, from I don't know maybe a year ago or just even six months ago. They just keep going higher and higher. And if there's one thing that I've learned working in this store, um, from a business perspective and also from selling and advertising my product online, is over loving the customer. will In person or finding a way to do it, a system and a routine or a regime really online to do so can allow you to beat the huge monopolies like Amazon or Walmart or Target that are selling it so much lower. And I think that's a testimony to why in our store, we're almost really having a ton of people slowly but surely migrating from these huge corporations, the status quo of CVS and Rite Aid to our pharmacy. When look, I mean, our Bayer aspirin might be three to four bucks more expensive than an Amazon or a uh, a CVS because you know these companies are buying in humongous volumes. You know, or some small little independently family-owned store. It's not even my family. It's you know their family owns it, and you know it's it's a small little independent business. It's no huge billion-dollar public corporation. And I think it just goes to show that if you can, I think over the next decade. If small business and online business can find ways to overlove the consumer, then I think there's a real debate as to how long Amazon can withstand that. Because think about it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Amazon. There's no really per- a person or group of people behind Amazon. When you think Amazon, you think Bezos. You're never going to meet Bezos. All right, let's keep it real. It's not happening. And Bezos, with his 100 billion dollar net worth, he's not too. He doesn't really care that you want to return your Tylenol. Like, let's be real. You know. So I think over loving the customer is one huge thing, and I think there's if there's one thing that I've learned about when I was such when I was a young kid and start sort of slowly but surely going through the motions. And actually, I didn't even really know that all the stuff that I was doing was entrepreneurial at all. I had no clue. Um, hmm. If anything, I thought I was going to be some kind of baseball announcer or something. I mean, I love to talk, and I would just announce the games like literally on mute that's just what i would do and it was, i would i would like have the i can't even explain it i would i was completely crazy but i think from that lens of when i was a kid i think just raw hard work is completely forgotten and just the basics of what allows one to be to to create a success out of something they're so basic, and I think in today's world, there's with all you know, the data and the analytics, there's just too much fog that's clouding just the real four or five basic things that one needs to win and create something solid from the ground up. And I think that's something huge that people should take and remember, that when they're consuming all of this content and when they're thinking and when they feel stuck, they really need to take a step back and understand that whatever they're trying to accomplish, it's much more basic. That, than all that's being broadcasted to the world right now. It's it's not that difficult in terms of the systems that you need to implement to get you there. And I think that's just something that we can learn from. It's just hard work, authenticity, and I mean just just showing just showing up every single day, coming every single day, nonstop, relentless effort, overloving people, uh, putting them before you, literally putting them before you, mm. customer obsession. I think that's something that I guess I've learned, not just from the store, not just from the baseball cards, just overall noticing things from afar.
0: Being very observant, that is a key point, right? And I think you – I like how you kept it simple, right? Hard work, relentless mindset, and uh, over-loving the customer, treating them like family in a sense. It's very important. Uh, You also mentioned – obviously, I know you're big on this and the system, right, and finding your system, finding your intuition in life. Uh, I know you're still very young, which is great. Thinking about this at this age, and when you get to, let's say, 21, 22, what's your overall aspect is going to be when you start seeing developing the system once you get out of high school? What do you think are some pillars you're going to attack as you uh, pr- approach the next step, in a sense? The next step of what? I'm uh, just uh, attacking uh, not going to school and being very forward thinking, intuitive, and uh, just taking a step at a time to make sure people understand that. If you don't find your system, you won't even Oh, like what's the way to find that? And what's the way to find a system for somebody who may not know what that gotcha. is or who might be struggling um, with it? Well, I think, I think, look, you're never going to accomplish anything in
1: life if you don't know what you're actually trying to accomplish, right? I know a lot of people. I know a lot of my friends. I know a lot of kids in my school that have these huge ambitions. They have these huge, broad things that they'll speech like – I want to be in the top earners of income. I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to be here. I want to be there. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, that's great. Now, how are you like, what are you going to actually do? And they, they're, they're completely lost. And I think step one mm-hmm. is you need to know what you're going for. Like you need to know they can't be some broad thing. I want to be, I want to be a, a, like a poster child for this. I want to be the face of that. That doesn't work, right? That's too macro. That's too broad. You can't, go detail-oriented and get nitty-gritty in the trenches and figure out how to actually execute that. I think, so one, you need to know what you want. And then two, something that works for me is to work backwards. I love to think of everything like a graph almost, like a positive trending graph. And what I think is, okay, the top of the graph is my ultimate goal, right? And -hmm. then all I do is what I, recently I got these whiteboards and i have a couple of them around my house and i just constantly write my thoughts on them i constantly write systems i constantly write ideas uh, these huge things that i need to keep inside of my mindset they or they're just random shit honestly
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i just work backwards so like i'm thinking okay uh we i want to gain this new zip code i want to gain this new zip code of customers and i want them to become aware of our pharmacy and i want x amount of new patients okay that's a general you know, long-term macro goal. Okay, how are we going to do it? Now you work backwards. Okay, we need to advertise. We need X amount of dollars. We need to do it on these platforms. We need guerrilla marketing. We need to print a 1,000 flyers. Uh, you know, there's a ton of different things, but the bottom line is you're working backwards. That's, it's so much more feasible to create working backwards because you can, you can gain a general feel for what you're doing instead of moving forward. Right, you can't ever guess what's coming next. Like I don't know what's going to happen Monday or just tomorrow when I walk into the store. I have no clue. But what I can do is I can plan. I can plot. What I can do is I can break apart. I can think. Okay, how can I break this down? How can how can I make this macro goal something attainable, something achievable, and then work hmm. backwards? And then I think for getting in touch with your intuition, dude. I think it's it's just it's just. Spending as much time as possible alone with yourself um, and not consuming anything. You know, I did this thing over the summer towards the end and sort of towards the start of the school year where I completely uh, I, I I pretty much went like incognito on on online. I, I really did. I went completely incognito for the simple reason of, OK, I want to get as closely in touch with myself to the point where I can feel when my intuition is telling me to do something and not telling me to do something.
0: Uh-huh. And this has
1: been very interesting. I've actually been able to feel when my gut is trying to tell me this is the right decision, this is the, the wrong choice. Uh, that I've been very lucky to have very good judgment. And I think a huge key to figuring out, okay, look, intuition, I want to get in touch with it, is get in touch with yourself. Spend as much time alone with yourself. And just tune out the, the external noise. I think a huge problem with people's intuition is they start defaulting to what, other, what the social status is. Like I can guarantee you, Kevin, that 98% of my high school, which is a big high school in New York City, and you know, hmm. like we got like 4,500 kids. Wow. Between 90 to 98% have no clue, no touch whatsoever with their intuition. And that's a problem. That's a big problem. Because most of these kids are about to make huge financial commitments, right? To go into college and to go and ch- there, there's going to be all this pressure from everywhere they look to go and you know figure out this and figure out that and settle here and choose that. You know all of this, all this stuff that comes with the decision that I guess college is bringing these 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 kids. They have no idea how to be in touch with what they actually think is the right choice because I think they completely overvalue what some like what their English teacher thinks or what their best friend thinks or what their, their grandpa who lives in Cuba will think. I think there's just a huge, huge problem with people overvaluing what, what other people think instead of just valuing what their own opinions and what their own thoughts are. So I think to sum up that small little rant is you need to, you need to be in touch with yourself by tuning everything out and spending as much time with yourself. Like when I was a kid, I never really, I, it was weird. I almost never hung out. I just didn't hang out. I spent so much time alone with myself with these books, with these baseball cards, with these antiques. Like it was very, very, very interesting. Um, and so I just, I sort of, and I also think it's a DNA thing, Kevin. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to like poo poo anything here. Like I think some people just are blessed with great judgment. And that's just something that some people can't control. You know what I'm saying? So it's you have mm-hmm. to know yourself. You have to get in touch with yourself.
0: Right. Don't make society get in touch with you. You make yourself in self. with yourself. I like, I like what you said, take take it behind the scenes, right? I think a lot of people don't realize the value of taking it behind the scenes and, and being a mystery, right? When, you, when, you, when you're going incognito, you're taking a time off from whatever you're taking, let's say social exactly. media, for example. You're putting yourself in an uncomfortable position, right? Because one day, hey, I'm here. Next day I'm exactly. gonna strip, strip my ego, you know. Basically you had an ego strip which is great, because that's all insecurities. And when you get those insecurities out, exactly. you get you get more in touch with yourself, you can now just feel like your world is like the in a good sense with your uh congestion. It's almost like the skies are clear, the nasal strips are gone. And it's exactly it, it and really, it makes it makes a good point. Um so now let's let's call let's touch on the high school culture. Obviously this is something that you know, I just I graduated a couple of years ago and now here here I am, you know, hearing from you from a little younger perspective. What is the biggest thing, we'll talk about positive, that you see from Generation Z that's going to help the marketplace? And then what's some things that you think you can improve on so that Gen Z can be in touch with, let's say, people who are me that want to work with you or people, let's say, who are 25 that feel like they won't want to give a chance. So I, I do believe you guys have a lot of potential. Obviously, I'm part of that generation. I'm a little bit older Gen Z, but right. I feel like I feel like you guys – are going to be the the what do you call it, the concrete. You're going to lay that down for the next next generation pull up. It's it's a cycle for sure. But what are some things you see? I think, I mean,
1: let me start with the first part, which you know what are what are some positive things. I mean, mm-hmm. I think one positive thing is what I'm noticing is people really 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 care about one another. That's one thing that I've noticed in my school. Like when I go to school, Kevin, I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, I am completely checked out. What I'm doing in class, what I'm doing in the halls is completely observing people. That's all I'm doing. I'm watching people, I'm listening, I'm observing, I'm analyzing. I'm 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 literally going through like psychology three oh one in my head, just in the halls of high school. Like I'm very serious. I'm not no, paying attention to pre calc or to government. I'm not interested, right? I'm paying attention to people. And one thing that I've noticed is people genuinely with good intention, if you're being yourself and being honest, people genuinely care for one another much, much, much more than from what I see from like the people who are like 40 to 65, that that generation. But I mean, now let's go here to, to really some some really hard truth from what I'm seeing. And I mean, look, everybody was crowning the millennials as they're gonna change this, they're gonna catalyst that. It didn't really end up that way, Kevin. Student debt completely destroyed these people. And it's I'm not joking. I really think student debt is gonna be a huge part that's gonna bring down the, the and pop this bubble that we're in in the US economy, which is like crazy good. Like I I am I'm, I'm shocked that we're even seeing this right now. It's crazy. Um yeah. and I think what i've noticed from gen z so far is one a complete lack of understanding this of just understanding society as a whole like one thing you know me and my boss in the pharmacy you know he and i he and i are fairly close we have a lot of deep discussions he's also very young he's only 28 or 29 he's very right. young Extremely smart, extremely analytical about society and people as well. And one of the things, you know, he and I were we were having a meeting in Starbucks. I don't know, maybe a month or so ago, uh, and we were we were going over our marketing strategies and for the store. And. We ended the conversation by what he was saying because he was asking, for, you know, how have you been? How has school been? Because I'm not going to college. And, I mean, we'll get into that in a bit. That's very, very interesting what I've noticed from people. Yeah, we'll that but end, for sure. he he said that, you know, if there's one thing that I've learned, because he, he's had a very interesting path. He went to NYU. I think I, I forget. He wasn't in business and he wasn't in pharmacy. I think he did something with – economics or something like that. And he was, I think, also in journalism, something like that. He went to NYU, which is a pretty prestigious school, right? You, know, you got to be smart, book smart. And he's telling me that if there's one thing that I've noticed and learned is school and society, everything that people tell you is to conform you. Everything that people tell you is to bring you back down to society's level. And I don't know why, but that has completely stuck with me. And I can completely agree with it. Kevin, I can't explain to you enough how much people, the reactions and the the immediate reactions of people uh, of when I tell them, Hey, I'm doing this and I'm not doing the status quo of studying or going to school. And by the way, I haven't been, school has not been my thing. I mean, shit, you can ask my friends, you can ask my parents, they'll tell you I haven't really mentally and like emotionally been in school Probably since like the sixth or seventh grade. I mean, I've been completely done with it. Um, sixth or seventh grade, I came in, I was having a ball with my friends. And I was like, I just, I'm just not interested in like learning this weird, I don't even remember the kind of math that they were teaching. I was like, I'm, it's just like, what? Like, this is, this is not something that I need to know. And, you know, I followed my parents a lot and I had a great taste of the real world. And I think that goes to spending time with older people. I think it's very interesting. So I knew uh, this stuff doesn't really matter. Um, And it's just Gen Z, man. It's like, I think a huge thing is lack of self-esteem, lack of self-esteem. Like I think you and I have briefly talked about this, but Mm -hmm. the fact that people today, right? You see, I'm a very, very confident person. I'm very confident in myself and my abilities and really everything about me. Um, And, the fact that people take that and they almost demonize it today—any sort of confidence, any sort of yo, I got a chip on my shoulder—not only do they think it's weird, but they actually put you in like a, a villain category—is not good at all. Because people are starting—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm being very serious. People are starting like it's cool in my high school to talk about how broke they are. I'm not joking. What the heck? I sit in—I'm—I'm I'm being dead serious. I sit in English class, and there's all these there's all these people around me. I mean, you know, I'm telling. They're dressed in, you know, fifty dollar pants and you know, hundred dollar coats and Gucci and designer. And they're talking. They're bragging about how they have four dollars and twelve cents versus ten dollars and six cents in their bank account. It's a real discussion. It's like a real topic to sit around and laugh about. Hey, yo, know, I'm so broke. Yo, know, my job is so shit. That's that, that's not good, Kevin. That's not sustainable. No, that's that is horrible. And I'm standing there. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you? And then here I come. I'm like, no, like my life actually doesn't suck shit. Like I'm killing it. And then you automatically get thrown into the villain category. I think self-esteem is huge. I think school is a huge part that kills people's self-esteem. I, I mean, absolutely kill. Because, dude, think about it. School is all about test scores, right? It's all about those grades.
0: Oh yeah. When you get a test
1: score back, what's the first thing you do? Hey, what did you get? What score did you get? it's a constant game of comparison. And the second that you hear somebody who just gets a point or two higher than you, your self-esteem is crumbling back to the ground. And look, if you got a 91 on the test and you're crying because somebody else got a 95, like, yo, I don't think like Mark Cuban's crying because his net worth is only like 4 billion and Bezos is a hundred. I don't think he cries about that. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's what, that, like, it's just a huge lack of self-esteem is one thing. Um, and then I think it's, it's a huge lack of just real world shit. Like people can't communicate. People can't, when, when somebody ha- wants to say a thought, portray a thought to somebody, like I'm portraying to you my thoughts from my head to my mouth to you, right? To everybody right, right. who's going to listen to this. People are really struggling to do that. There's a huge lack of actual, like a fire under people's ass. There's like, there's no desire to go and just, like, let's go, let's go kill it. This is no desire, and maybe maybe right. it's because i 'm like a psycho and I am completely obsessed about just going and dominating this thing because I have like fifty chips on my shoulder and I just want and i 'm just i don't know, I just want to win so bad right. maybe it's because i 'm like psychotic that way, but dude i'm telling you when i when I tell you and preach that like when i walk, when I go to school, that world of people that world of kids is a complete group of self-esteem depleted humans, that might actually be an understatement. That really might be an understatement. And the fact that people have no sense of real communication skills is 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 not good, especially for the people and and, and knowing oneself. This goes back to intuition. Like this kid, so kids in my school <clears throat> Not everybody, but but a solid amount. They have an idea of what I'm doing and whatnot. They have an idea that I'm like this psychotic teenage entrepreneur and whatnot. They have an idea because they see the this, this stuff that I put up on Insta. They also know me sort of in person. I mean, dude, my closest group of friends, like my bros, four or five of us, has been the same group since I've been shit in like elementary school or even kindergarten, peewee baseball. Like it's just been the same four or five of us, right? So it's literally the day one homies, right? And yeah. Dude, I oh my god. It's just
0: I forgot where I was going here, but but it's 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 uh understatement you're going it was an understatement on self esteem. That's right.
1: Yeah, it's just an understatement there and there was something else that I was gonna get at, but but I forget. But that's that's the bottom line for what I see out of Gen Z, dude. That's the bottom line and it
0: it's it's uh I don't know. So far it's it's not look it's not looking great, I'll say. You know what else hurts the culture, man? And I think, you know, I'm, I'm only a couple years, 2017 so when I graduated, is this stupid, well, let's have these Common Core AP standards, right? These these classes that really don't matter in today's world. Like, you're not going to hear me talking oh, about Lord. AP chemistry, man. Like, what's the point? In fact, I've seen so many to the fact where people have dis personal finance, which is something that everyone needs to just take it online. So. Right. Would you say – and 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 I I took the opposite. I said I'm not taking no AP. I'd rather just take elective classes because that's going to teach me more than, let's say, some AP government. Right? right. So would you say finding intuition and finding a system is going to become the norm, let's say, in five, ten years? Do you think they'll start teaching, or do you feel like it's still going to be down to we got to learn on our own? You know, Kevin, I have no idea, but I do know that
1: – I do know this. If there's one thing that I've learned and that has become abundantly clear to me
0: <clears throat> in
1: the last two to three weeks is that the real game changers for, for the, the class that I'm going in, the, the in terms of like the class of life that I'm aiming for,
0: School the, of life, right? the, cat-
1: the category of life that I'm trying to reach, right? That level of success, people don't talk about goals that they want or things that they'd like to achieve, or things that they've done, it is all systems-based. If you, if, you, if you sit down with some of the top, like the cleanest cut, the sharpest people that are running some of these hugest companies, it's all systems, dude. If you, if you listen to Bezos, if you listen to what this guy talks about, it's all about systems of Amazon, consumer obsession, better pricing, faster delivery, kill your competitor. Don't focus on your competitor at all, actually. Which, by the way, that system can be adopted to your own life. Like, don't focus on what your idiot friend next to you got on his math test. Like, yo, bro, like you got a ninety. Be pumped. Like, you got a ninety, bro. Like, you're like, be pumped. Like, shit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, it's hard to come Yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if the if the if the world slowly but surely can understand that systems and routines and regimes and focusing on just Again, working backwards, working onto the small things, doing a 100 small things because that's what the 101st thing that you do is the big thing that is of what you're aiming for. If you don't focus on that and you just solely focus on the small things up front, I think that's when society can really take a leap into unlocking success. But I don't think in 5 to 10 years it's going to change. I don't think it's going to change at all. If anything, people are just going to start blaming the machines. People are just – because, dude, the info is all out there. If you can YouTube it, you can YouTube systems, you can YouTube TEDx Talks, you can Google this, you can Google that. The info is all there, dude. And it's out there from hundreds of millions, if not billions of people. So if people aren't catching on now, especially the younger generation, if people aren't analyzing that and taking it into their head, and then not just taking it into their head, but actually applying it to their life, like when they think about, oh, my God, you know, Tim Cook and Bezos, you know, like, you know, they wake up so early and they get their primary, they're focused on sleep, rest, energy, uh, you know, preservation. If they're just thinking about that and not actually doing it, it's just all a bunch of horseshit, right? Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, I can sit here and talk to you and tell you about systems, but I'm only telling you about systems because I'm actively using them. That's how I can tell you all of this info, you know? So if people aren't taking action on all this info that there is right now, dude, there's only going to be more info. There's only going to be more, right? Like in five to 10 years, there's going to be an archive of all the crap that I'm spewing to you just at scale, you know? If people aren't going to do shit now with it, why are they going to do it in five to 10 years when, when things are going to get easier thanks to AI and automation, right? Mm-hmm. Like when is that going to happen? You know, like if, if things are only getting easier for people in their lives, which is going to make people get lazy – All right. Like, you know, let's not sugarcoat it, dude. There's all like a huge majority of America. Like, look, America's two ways. Right. The ultra wealthy. And then there's everybody else. Right. Like, it's just I don't know. People aren't doing anything now. I don't know
0: what's going to make them do anything in five to ten years. I just don't. And bottom line is, it's really down to you finding your own system and getting that intuition and taking those exactly, dude. Those, those breaks behind the scenes, right? I think those are the biggest things you learn through breakthroughs. Uh, now we'll transition a little bit into the the whole documenting not going to college and a little bit about some of your your work. Now, when you put, I think you you said you took a social media break. I think it was September. You told me, if I'm mistaken, like you took a little break on Insta. It was. It was like.
1: August and September, and a little bit of July as well. I mean, actually,
0: yeah, it was it was probably middle of July through gotcha. middle of September at least. Gotcha. Okay, so that 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 break taught you some things, and now we're transitioning. Once you graduate in six to seven months, or yeah, six months. Uh, what's the What's the thing you've noticed when it comes to the online presence, and and how you're going to document this? And you sharing all these stories, and your your close friends knowing this, do you feel like you being different in a sense, right? That psychotic, that drive, that driven to excellence, to success, just no stop, right. dominate the game. Do you think that you see do you see people really vibing with that online more compared to your friend group, or is it like you said? Do you feel like the older people, the the people you really feel like you hung out with in the the beginning, staying with that alone time, has connected you more because a lot of people grew up, let's say, 30, 35, without the use of a cell phone. They had to really be intuitive of themselves. Would you say something of that nature is starting to connect with you more there and, and how you're going to attack this whole uh, this no college thing? Well, I mean, this whole,
1: this whole no college thing is, to, is really my whole goal and why I'm going to document it is because I want to break this norm of college or bust.
0: Because,
1: mm. Kevin, I'm telling you right now, like even with all the info, like as we speak, there are some of the biggest companies in the world that don't require a degree and forget it if you want to if you want to do your own thing and run your own business college is the first thing to not do. Like I'm telling you right now. Like like it's just the truth. And I mean the reason why I'm in a document is cuz I want to break that norm and I think breaking that norm is going to be very it's going to be Almost like some oxygen that's going to get pumped into society for the younger people. But once the younger people start to execute on that, and they're like, I don't want to go to college. I want to do something like what that kid did. And then they start telling their parents about it. Then shit, I think, is going to hit the fan. You know why? Because it's what's happening on a very tiny, small scale here. My friends are like, yo, you're like, oh, my God. Like, shit. Like, super pumped. And then they're like, huh, and then when they see what I'm doing, and they're like, you know, I'm not – because, Kevin, my circle of friends, they're not – I have maybe one or two, maybe one, actually, friend in my group of four or five friends that is really, really, really school-oriented. The rest of them are just – they're not into school at all. They don't go to big schools. They don't go to state schools even. They go to, like, community colleges. And then my friends that are still in high school are – they—they've been checked out. They're just not interested. And these are kids who are extremely, extremely life and street smart. Very. I mean, like, like it's kind of weird. Like it's very weird. I mean, like, it's it's it, it's it speaks volumes to how broken the education system is. Mm. And it's I think when kids start to execute on that, I guess framework of screw college. Um, I'm going to go do what he did. I think for the younger generation, it's going to be, it's going to really hit home because right now I'm running a paid advertisement, right? On that video, that college or bust video on Instagram. And I'm uh-huh. running it in a, a very small community in Canada. Cause I've gone on a, on a couple of shows that have been hosted in Canada and I've really, really resonated with people there. And I was like, you know what, this will be interesting. Let me play with this. Only put like five or 10 bucks. To an Instagram ad to these people and so far The response has been incredible. Now there's going to be tons of friction from kids who are already in school, right? Like I've had already like two or three conversations via DM and in the comment section of people who have seen that video and who have completely told me why I'm wrong. And I'm like, yo, look, if that's how you think, and that's your perspective by all means, I respect it. Like hundred percent do your sure. thing. This is my story. I, I, this is my story. These are my observations. You have yours. And I'm totally cool with that. But I think that when people start to see, um, and when parents heavily start to see it, things are not going to look good, dude. Things are not going to look good. I mean, I can't tell you how much, I mean, everywhere I go, it's, it's like, it's like a debate. It's a debate as to how they're right and how I'm wrong. Everywhere I go, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, so where are you going to college? Because, you know, look, you're old, you're 16, 17, 18, you're getting ready to graduate. That's the first thing. And people are asking it from a good place because college is a stamp. It's like an insurance policy that, look, if I go to college, I can't get fucked by the world, right? That's really mm-hmm. what a lot of these kids are doing. They're going for safety because, dude, if these kids, if these kids just tasted some of the crap that's going down in that pharmacy – Some of the crap that's, I mean, in any of these companies, like really, like real shit, dude, they would crumble in the snap. They would fold like a cheap chair, no question about it. Because, dude, there's kids crying and breaking down about grades. Yo, what are you gonna do when you got to pay rent and you got a family and you got to support kids and you got a job and you got responsibilities? This is a joke. What are you gonna do then, right? Like, if you're crumbling now, I'm sorry, but it's game over for you, right? And to me, it's it's uh, it's just the whole the whole conversation is gonna be is gonna be very very hard. I, I I know I'm gonna win because I think colleges today are, dude. I mean I'm listening to how much some of these kids are paying, and I mean for like almost no name schools, and I'm like, yo, what? Like, what are you gonna learn, bro? Like, everything that you're gonna learn, you can learn in a 15 15- or 20 minute YouTube series, right? Like. And they're gonna pay thirty thousand a year or twenty five thousand a year. Or I mean, yo, some of my friends that I know in school, they're gonna pay like they're going to schools that tuition is like seventy five grand a year, bro. That's crazy. That's nuts. Forget about forget about pre med and law. And by the way, I have one of my friends who I've known since I was a kid. He's very he's very school oriented, right? All right. Super smart. Super smart. And he hangs out with the really, really smart kids in high school. <laughs> you know, the kids, the engineering type kids, the science kids, like you said, the AP chem class kids. And I'm like, so, yo, like, what are these kids doing? And he's like, every single one of them is pre-med and every single one is taking that. And, yo, for some, in a, if we take 10 people the time of that group, two or three of them, it'll work out. The other six to seven, it won't. And they're going to be stuck and financially crumbled. It's just the truth, and they don't realize it, and they can't because it's shoved down their throat. And this goes back to what me and the guy in the pharmacy were talking about, dude. It's just school just brings you down to reality's level. I only think I'm at where I'm at in my life because I didn't conform. <clears throat> I didn't fold. When I had the choice to either become a student or not or and completely just be like, all right, here we go, I was like, here we go. I didn't conform. I just didn't. And I, it wasn't like I came to a choice in my head. It was just because I was like, it just happened naturally. I was a lot of this shit that happened up until, I don't know, maybe 18, 19 months ago, everything before then was happening subconsciously. It was just natural. It wasn't like I'm making choices and I'm being influenced. I was literally just riding a wave to shore and this was the shore that I ended up on. And now I'm, I'm conscious of what's going on. And I'm like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. You
0: see what I'm saying? So it's,
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be weird and let me get this in really quick, dude, because I think you're gonna find this very interesting. The I'm not I'm not going to college, and people are like, you know, the conversation starts to worry going to college. Oh, I'm not going. I'm gonna do a. They're like, oh my god, like what? How? I'm like, well, are you crazy? Like, you're pulling my leg, right? You know, like they completely lose all respect and almost all attentiveness, and whatever's left is like. So then, what are you gonna do instead? Like, what are you going to, like, oh, so, like, you're going to take a bye year or something. You don't know what you want to do yet or you can't really get in. I'm like, no, no, that's not the case. I want to do A, B, C, and D. And, by the way, I'm already doing X, Y, and Z. Hmm. Then they're like, whoa, hold on. Wait a second, right? And And then they want proof. They're like, yo, hold on. You run this business? Let me see the website. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they're like, yo, so, like, how do you write? Like, this was amazing. This is how I knew that society and all this crap that they try and push down your throat about college is such BS. You know how everything in social media is going super fast and there's you know Facebook ads and Google ads and all of this that's been going on and it's just crazy in the digital marketing like landscape. But this guy, as proof that I know what I was talking about, asked me, How do you write a blog? And I looked at him and I'm like, Bro, that's like last decade. That's last decade. So that's that's where that's where a lot of these kind of forty seven to like sixty three, that's where a big chunk of that society and marketing is that, which, again, speaks volumes to why there's so much room in the system for somebody like me to walk in the door to like Facebook and be like, hi, world, I'm selling this, and actually make sales. You know what I'm saying? It just goes to show you. And once you tell them that, Kevin, there's two categories. There's two buckets that you get thrown into. One, either you're a complete scum, you're a scrub, you're brain dead, you're an idiot, you
0: don't know anything, Right?
1: Or you get thrown into the category that, oh, hi, Steve Jobs. Hi, Zuckerberg. Hi, Bill Gates. Hi, Elon. You get, thrown, you get thrown into that category in the breath of those same people. And I find it so fascinating that there isn't any in between and that people literally will throw you into the breath of some of those people. And, dude, I'm not saying, like, it's a problem. Like, dude, I'm, like, blessed beyond measure, and I'm humbled like you won't believe to be for my name and for these people to throw me into the bucket of some of those names that I just spewed. Like, it's like, like, I can't process that, you know? And it's just crazy. That's how society goes about this shit. It's very, very interesting. Kevin. It's very interesting.
0: I don't get it. Make a very humbling point. You know, the old quote is, uh, they say the world hardened you, but in your case, it didn't harden you, as in it didn't make you, you know, lose yourself. It didn't make you say, let me conform. It, in the sense, it softened your your DNA, and it hardened your mind to say, I can do whatever, and just block it out like a concentration block of every, every all the outside distraction and just focus on the task at hand. You're right. You hit it on the nail. You hit it on the nail, dude. The world, the world actually
1: helped me. Reality helped me because it gave me comfort that, like, for somebody like me, there's a place. There's a spot for some, like, psycho, I want to, like, destroy everything. There's a spot for that. You know what I mean? Like, in mm-hmm. business terms, obviously, like work. You know? There's a spot for those people. And you're right. How the world is going to make every one of these kids that I'm going to school with harder, and they're going to get knocked out when they get out of college, dude, because, you know, college is literally high school just with more beer and longer classes and you know, days off during the week. That's just what it is. And why am I just saying this? Because I have friends who attend college and who tell me this. So I have inside right. info, right? And plus, dude, we hear it from some of the biggest names online too today, how much of a joke it is. And I'm just speaking for professions that you don't need that system for. Like, yo, if you want to be, if you want to work on Golden you yo, you better get your shit in gear. If you want to be a doctor, your shit better be in gear. You want to be an engineer? Yo, you better be a genius. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm if we're talking like I want to work in this company. I want to do marketing. I want to be an architect. I'm sorry. I I don't know if committing $30,000 a year as a starting point is a good place to go. Most families are struggling to bring in 50, you know? Like let's just, let's keep it a buck here. That's just what's going on. Right. And um I don't know, dude. It's it's just it, – you're right. You hit it on the nail. Society is, has helped me in a way. Reality has softened me and have, has
0: actually given me a place. And we see that all the time now in today's culture, right? It seems like the world is – it moves at the speed of light, right? It's everything and every right. thought you get, and look at the information we're getting. You know, I, I think I, while you're talking, I think I've had about 25 million things pop in my head that we could we can expand this conversation a couple hours. But it really is about what you want to share, what you want to do. And at the end of the day, the choice you make has to come from within. And, uh, and then we'll do this last question. I, well, have to, we have to definitely do a follow-up one day. But um, this last question, do you think people will start viewing happiness, let's say just pure happiness, over... I'll let me just do it for conformity. Do you feel like that's going to be the way with, say, in 15, 20 years? Or do you still feel like if we don't change this now, we're doomed for, for, for a while? I think,
1: I think if there, over the next 15 to 20 years, or over the next, yeah, 15 to 20 years, if there's going to be more people like me, right, who have this kind of story, and who, by the way, can take the shit that society throws at them. Like, dude, I'm right. not joking. Like, as much praise as somebody like me gets, and how I just get pulled up, like on this crazy pedestal by a lot of people, there's also a ton of people, if not more, who come trying to shit on my parade, completely shit on me. I mean, literally, like, you'd be shocked. You know, like, you really would be shocked how many people just try and talk me out of it. And I'm like, yo, what, like, what are you saying? Like, you've been doing the same thing for 30 years and you haven't impacted one human in your life. What are you talking about? Like, like the reason why we're at where we're at is because of people like that. You know, like, so if there's going to be more people over the next 10 to 15 years that are going to roll up and that are going to put their stories against society's norms, dude, if there's going to be more people who are going for an impact, like I'm not going for X amount of dollars in the bank, I'm not going for X amount of fame and followers, I'm going for how many people can I shift, can I impact, can I help, and if you really think about the people the icons of this world who have really shifted norms to society, that's been their goal. That has been, that has been where they're going, and they can take the heat, dude. They don't fold like a cheap chair. They have the stomach. They have the skin. So as much praise as they get, they get as much if not more shit on top of them, they can, and they can take it. So I think over the next 10 to 15 years, if there's going to be 5 to 10 more me's that go out into the world and share this story at scale all over the place. with Tons of people, but the sole purpose, the raw, sole, authentic purpose of trying to help impact and change people, I think things will get very interesting. And, dude, college is just one thing, right? Right. College is just one thing. It's a big thing because it's one of the biggest commitments that young people make ever. I mean, look, here we are. There's millennials, 36, 37-year-olds who – like a decade and a half, have been crippled by this shit. You know? That's a problem. That Mm -hmm. is a huge problem. That's not good, dude. Like, if we're talking money here, like, it's just, it's sad that for somebody like me, that the amount of money that I'm making and the amount of money that I'm investing, my my wealth can be thrown into the average American of like a 40 or a 50 year old. That's bad, dude. That's not good. That, somebody, there's going to be some financial math whiz Who's going to roll up to the world and be like, this is how we can fix this shit. There's going to be one like that. I'm going to be the idiot who's going to go and try and fix this college thing. Because it's a joke. It's really a joke. It's horrible. But I'm seeing with these kids and their self-esteem getting punched and punched and crippled. I mean, these kids have no self-esteem, period. If not, they're in the negative. They're in the red for self-esteem. And I have no idea what it's going to take to build it back up. It's horrible, dude. It's disgusting. The amount of masks that people are putting on is horrible. So if people can start getting analytical, observing this shit, understanding it inside of their own head, and then going with the right with the right ambition, I think we can be in a really good place. So I think we need more me's just in different areas. We need more Steve Jobs's in different areas. We need more people who are going and not only building something that's really like, wow, but also somebody who can go and who can impact people. Right. And If there's one thing that I've learned, dude, you either got it or you don't. And that goes for business. Like, I'm sure you've heard, you know, you can go to the best business schools, you can go to the best this, you can go to the best school for that. At the end of the day in business, you got it or you don't. It's very simple. Like, it's not an accident that some of the wealthiest people in the world, some of the most successful people on a a large scale, like the guys like Musk and Bezos and Gates. Well, not Musk, because he went to Stanford, but he shits on college himself. Those guys shit on school, dude shit on school they did life their own way they were psychotic and they did their own thing jobs i don't even think i don't think i think he like dropped out of college after a week took a calligraphy course and his life changed right and the rest is history resulted in like two trillion bucks right resulted in an icon you know and then that's on a large scale dude like in my neighborhood dude shit man this is a really freaking nice neighborhood i think my parents are the only ones, not on my block, in my neighborhood with a college degree. In my neighborhood. People need to see that. People need to understand and internalize that. And then people need to be funneled into understanding themselves on the foundation of being confident in oneself. Then we'll be in a good place. But until we find a system for doing that, we're still going to be fucked the way we are right now.
0: That's a great way to not only ended but i think it's a great way to just put into perspective of what what the real challenge is man you know at the end of the day what you're saying is absolutely correct we are definitely losing our values and this goes across for everybody right well, well the people who aren't going against the grain you know, obviously massive respect like yourself and those who are but to the people who are stuck in this system stuck in this uh quicksand i guess you could say because it is right it is right a quicksand. it is they don't they don't get they don't get it done within the first you know Two doing rat race. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's just it's like crazy. like a hamster in the and a hamster wheel. Yeah, man. I think a good good way to end it too, right? like the, the school of life, right? We taught we've had these private combos, and the school of life is it just teaches you everything compared to uh, the regular system of school. So keep that in mind when you move forward for sure. Uh, you want to plug your social handles though before we head out so people can find you. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's just my name, Adam Laor, L-A-O-R, same thing, I'm on Medium, too, I have articles there as well, if you want, you could just type my name into Google, it'll all pop up there, um, that's really it, I mean, it's just, and also, if you want to check it out, I highly suggest if you're young, or if you're interested in this going against the grain, that screw college, and that whole path of just going against what society and the rat race's norms are, I highly suggest you check it out because it's about to get very interesting.
0: Can't wait to see what the future holds, guys. Definitely please check out Adam. And as always, to the UP listeners out there and the fans, thank you guys for giving your undivided attention to everybody. My man, it's been a pleasure, bro. Can't wait to get this out on the internet. This was some fire.
1: For real, dude, Kevin. Have Have a super swell day, man. Thank you, brother.
0: thank you for listening to the podcast as always we hope this episode was valuable and for more awesome stories please subscribe if you have someone else in mind that should hear these episodes too go ahead and share it we dare you follow us on instagram at the united promotion and for everything else including show notes and more info on how to become a guest on our podcast visit linktr.ee forward slash the up have a great day